What is up, y'all? My name is Osmin Constanza, and this is David Sasueta. And this is the Making It Work podcast. Yes, sir. Making it work. Making it work. So, some of y'all are new. I mean, all of you are new. This Episode is the, is the one. First one. So, let's just give y'all some vision as to like what this podcast is to us and what the yeah. Lord just wants to do through it. Yeah. So, the purpose of the podcast is essentially what the name implies making it work. I feel like as young Christians, young believers in the faith, oftentimes we are brought into situations, conversations that maybe we may not feel equipped to follow with or answer. But in reality, like as young people, young adults moving into adulthood, all we're really trying to do is make it work. And as yeah. young people, I feel like one thing, the biggest thing is our faith. And we're just trying to make it work. We just want to do the best we can. We just want to follow Jesus the best we can. And a lot of times what that looks like uh, for myself is like maybe I don't want to listen to content from a mega church or a pastor. A lot of times I just want to know that I'm not alone in this walk and there are other believers like you and me who have questions and it's okay to have questions. That's that's fine. Yeah. So I feel like the purpose of this podcast, we're just going to be bringing up topics, uh, lighthearted conversations but with hard-hitting uh, points and honestly just try to bring a, uh, a light yeah. to conversations that maybe we don't hear on on a Sunday, you know what I'm yeah. saying? So and even just um even just bouncing off of that, I feel like a lot of us feel like our faith and conversations within the church are limited to the big topics that they speak on. And don't get me wrong, we're going to speak on some of those topics. Yeah. Uh, we're going to speak about faith. We're going to speak about some of these things. Yeah. But also, we need to understand that in our walk, if we are like fully in, then he's that the Lord is also in the mundane. Mm-hmm. And even as we invite him into our, our lives, we say, Lord, like you're in fully. And if he's fully into it, then we're also inviting him into the small ones, the small yeah. conversations, yeah. the the little thing that you may be dealing with or that I've yeah. dealt with that we felt like maybe we shouldn't have spoken up with a right. group or something right. and saying, hey, Lord, you can move in that as well. You've put people in my life that can speak life into that and yeah. just literally speak your word yeah. into it. So yeah. um, our heart is literally to speak on topics that are big. Yeah. And also topics that are small. Because I feel like a lot of times we think like, oh, a miracle looks like a healing or it'll be some crazy thing. A lot of times when I'm driving in the parking lot, I'm praying for a spot to open close to the door. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? And I feel like God's in that. He's he's he cares about every single part of you. So, yeah, man, we're just trying to make it work. This this faith thing, this church thing, this Christian thing, whatever you you want to call it, like. We're just wanting to make it work, and we want to know Jesus better through conversation. Yeah, and one of the things that we really wanted to speak on is something that the that the church loves to speak on constantly, and that is loving, right? But we're gonna speak today on loving in all atmospheres. Right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. And I think it's so important to touch on these topics. What does that look like? What does it mean to love in all atmospheres? You know, mm. and what does it mean to hate? And I, I feel like the Jesus is so good at addressing this in Matthew 5, right? He says, uh, You have heard that it was said to the people long ago, You shall not murder, and anyone who murders will be subject to judgment. But I tell you that anyone who is angry at a brother or sister will be subject to judgment. 
Again, anyone who says to a brother or sister, Raka, is answerable to the court. And anyone who says, you fool, will be in danger of the fire of hell. I love the way I said you fool. It sounded dope. That was sick. You fool. You know? You fool. <laughs> but I think one question that that brought up to us was, hey, like, what is Raka? You know? And Shaka Raka. <laughs> And I think even when we look at the definition, let me just pop this up for you guys to get it uh, more specific. But it says the word raka is original to the Greek manuscript. However, it is not a Greek word. The most common view is that the reference to the Aramaic word reka, which literally means empty one, will probably mean empty headed or foolish. Uh, scholars uh, seem divided on how grievous an insult it was. But I think even when we look at this word raka, like empty-headed, bro, like you're calling this man clueless, like yeah. you're calling him worthless, like you're mm -hmm. calling him a lot of different things. And living in all atmospheres is literally taking those moments where we said raka or the heart behind raka to people and saying, hey, I choose to love you. And yeah. let's just speak on the different kind of atmospheres. Yeah, I think it's so important to recognize that our walk with Christ doesn't stop when we leave the church yeah or when we're in group like that love we take it everywhere we go yeah right it's it's literally like like if uh without love you know it our praise just sounds like a resounding symbol to, to the lord's ears so uh i think environments or atmospheres where we have to love where maybe we're not comfortable loving you know a lot of times it's, it's gonna be at work it's gonna be at school mm -hmm. It's going to be, you know, uh, in, in the store. Like, it's hard to, it's hard to, to, to really enter a place and be like, okay, I'm now choosing to love yeah. because God said to. Yeah. So. And even, even just bouncing off of that, like, choosing to love in the places where it's hard. Like choosing, because like even like the word says in Matthew five, I think it was like forty five or something like that, forty six. But like Jesus is literally speaking on like how easy it is for us to love people that already love us, right? Yeah. Mm -hmm. And like he says, even the corrupt tax collectors do that much is what he's saying. Mm. And I think when we go to these atmospheres, it's important to love in everyone that is there. Yeah. And whether that is literally in school. And that one person that, that like to take us off yeah. where we were like, man, you suck, bro. Mm -hmm. And you just want to call them empty headed, you know, or like yeah. speak on their name. Mm -hmm. It's in those moments where we say, hey, you know what? Like, though I am frustrated at you or though I'm angry at you, I do not want to mm -hmm. respond that way. And I want to yeah. choose to love whether that is there or even when you're at home and your parents are being so extra sometimes. Yeah. And you're like, bruh. Yeah, and I think one thing that's really hard is learning that we're called to love even when it doesn't benefit us. Yeah. So you said something really important. Um, when we love, it's even those people, the the guy who's just always saying the the really bad jokes, and you're just like, oh my god, you know, like it's it's the it's the girl who's always gossiping, talking about your name, and yeah, and it's and it's something that maybe we I'm guilty of, but. I think definitely loving when it doesn't benefit us shows the fruit of what God is trying to do and yeah. what he's doing with us. Because, I mean, nobody comes into this world loving everybody. It's, it's, an, it's, an, it's a choice. Yeah. 
It's an active conscience, conscious choice we make. It is. And, man, like, even in all the atmospheres, when we constantly have to choose to do it, it gets hard. Yeah. Man, like, I've already spoken on, like, in school or at home. But let me tell you, even in the church, bro. Ooh. Like, even in the church, we have, we have people, or sometimes we are the people, that is so hard to love. Yeah. You know? And I just go back to, like, David, man. Like, David Me? chose to... <laughs> King David, sorry. King David chose to honor the Lord and just love him by being obedient to what he was saying. Because David had Jonathan, but he also had Saul. Yeah. Like, he, he chose to honor the Lord yeah. and love in a, in a weird way. Now, let me explain. David had... King David <laughs> had the ability... To kill Saul, you know, someone that was after this man, like, bruh, I could not imagine. Like, I would have probably, you know, done it. I'm not gonna lie. <laughs> That's just, you know. But straight. But uh, he chose not to, because it was who the Lord put there at the time. Yeah. And sometimes loving people requires weird approaches. Mm. And I think. And I think we limit loving to be like, hey, David, you're so awesome, bro. I love you, bro. Yeah. You're doing amazing. When in reality, sometimes it's like, hey, David, I love you. Um, but hey, like the way this dynamic works, I'm going to choose to love you. But I'm breaking up you. with you. <laughs> <laughs> no, but it's like, I'm going to choose to love you in a different way. And maybe yeah. that requires distance. Yeah. And it, it's so good to understand that loving people doesn't necessarily mean that you're gonna be yeah. like, hey man, you're so amazing, you're this and that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And I think I think it's okay to champ, like be like, yo, bro, like you're yeah. are doing great things, and to lift them up. Yes, that is good. But I think when it means like I'm gonna hang out with you because uh, I love you, like yeah. no, sometimes loving people means that you're setting a boundary. Mm, yeah. Because it's like, a limit. Yeah. Yeah, you're limiting. I think that's good because we. Th- we a lot of times want to love the way we think people need love yeah the way we know how to give love Mm -hmm. but loving is also being able to love how someone reciprocates love how they want to be loved Mm -hmm. and i love how you said boundaries or or limits is also loving so when you think of like when you're going up a, a steep mountain you're going up to mount lemon or whatever yeah and you see those rails that stop you from you know falling off yeah you know my dad used to always say like stop signs and things like that those are limits of love that wow that the city puts you know in place to be like we don't want you to die we don't want you to kill others and i think it's okay in relationships to have limits of love because hey you and i when we get together man the conversation's great but if I hang out with somebody else, that conversation could lead to something else, something toxic, mm-hmm. something, you know, un- ungodly. Yeah. And a lot of times me loving them, but also loving myself is saying, hey, you're my brother in Christ, but I know this is not, this is where our relationship has to take cut. Yeah. Yeah. And, and bro, like, it's so good to acknowledge that because sometimes it sucks, bro. Yeah. Sometimes you have to look at someone and say hey i love you but man it's just not good mm-hmm. it's just not fruitful right now yeah. and it it's not from a place where it's transactional but it's from a place where like hey like if i'm causing you to stumble or you're causing me to stumble i think the best course of action is to set up that to set up that boundary yeah. and 
you love people by setting them, but you also love people by honoring them as well. Mm-hmm. If somebody is like, hey, I don't receive love that way, who are we to get mad or frustrated at them? You know, I think one great example is like I have this friend who isn't really much of a hugger. Like he hugs other people, but there was one day where I walked up to him and I just wanted to hug him. I literally went for it and he was like this. <laughs> and I got, I got a little bit upset. I was like, man, in my heart, I was like, man, I'm kind of bummed out that this yeah. person didn't receive it. Uh-huh. And that was my form of showing love. But this person didn't receive it that way. And I just had to learn to honor that. Mm. I had to learn to be like, hey, man, like, I'm going to love you. And in that, and the best way that you will receive it is not through a hug, but through X, Y, and Z. So I just need to honor that boundary of not going for the hug mm. and love you in another way. And I think that's yeah. part of loving, acknowledging them as a person, being intentional mm. and saying, hey, I'm going to honor your boundaries and I'm going to love you in the way that you receive it best. And not be offended yeah. if you have a boundary because yeah. I know that it would be the same in the other right. vice versa. You know? I give love by punching and kicking. <laughs> and Crazy. Yeah. <laughs> So imagine if I was like, yo, bro, I don't want to KO a week, bro. This is my third concussion. <laughs> you know, oh, like, they, who's David? It'd be like, yo, bro, yeah. who cares? Bam. You know, I got a, I got a four-course meal. I'm going to give you a knuckle sandwich, a two-piece <laughs> no biscuit. You want something to drink, I'll give you some punch. You know, like, this man could easily <laughs> hit me heck? with all that. Oh, but man. I know that David will choose to honor the boundary. Oh, man. And, man, I think sometimes it's hard. Yeah. And I think also, didn't mean to cut you off. No, you're good, bro. Uh, that hurt me, bro. You didn't love me right there. I'm, I'm sorry. <laughs> no, but a one thing too is like when to be loving in all atmospheres is an atmosphere is set, right? Yeah. It's set by who's there, and I think it's important to to learn that we're called to be a thermostat and not a thermometer. Wow. Right. So a thermostat sets the temperature, and a thermometer will just tell you what that what the temperature is at. Yeah. So when we step into a spot. And we acknowledge, like, okay, this is a family setting where not everybody's a believer or to the extent that I am. Will I engage in said activity conversations or will I be the thermostat and set set the stage for, for the conversations that are going to be had for, you know, the, the relationships that we're going to create? And I think that's also important because... It, it's also harder, and you know, I've I've said this before. It's harder, you know, for a light to be seen when it's fully dark, right? So if all, if all the lights were off and I just had one light on, you could tell. But if all the lights were on, you there's just light. There's just a mass of light. Mm-hmm. So it's harder to be a light when you're surrounded by darkness. You can be a light. You know, in the context of like, it's easy to be a Christian when you're at church, when you're surrounded by other like-minded people who believe in the same thing. Yeah. But when you're in a situation or or in an atmosphere or in a conversation where you're the odd man out, that's when it's toughest, right? Yeah. uh, uh, I forgot what I was going with, but yeah. No, it is definitely the toughest. And I think a great example of that is like when I started working at, this car dealership which is where I'm still working right now on my first day I had a friend that got me he got me the job so on my first day I remember just going and I don't think he was there that day I 
actually he was not there that day but i remember walking up to one of the coworkers and i was like hey what's up man he was like what's up dude and then i you know just greeted everyone else like normally like how i just said mm-hmm. <laughs> but then i walked up to a specific coworker and i was like yo what up dog and then he was like dog yo what it do he said he said yo what it do he's like a little funny dude he's like yo what it do and i was like and then I was like, yo, this is awesome. I'm going to love these people easily. And then he hits me with, yo, are you blank's friend? Does that mean you're so whack AF? And I was like, damn, I can't believe he bro, said AF. And bro, he did not say that. <laughs> but you know what I mean. He's, he literally said that. What does it mean? Um, I'm just kidding. American. Fighters. Fighters. Yeah. <laughs> so basically, this man said that and I was so mad. I didn't show it from the from the uh, outside at first, but I was mad. And granted, it, like I said, it was the first day, yeah. So I wasn't too comfortable with everyone. Mm-hmm. So I, you know, I waited forty minutes until I became comfortable with everyone. <laughs> and then I literally walked up to one of them. I was like, "Man, who does this man think he is? He was talking smack. I'm gonna square up." And I was I'm like, gonna square up. I literally, I did. I told him I was like, "I'm gonna square up." Oh man. And then, um. It was at work when I still texted my friend. So I was still at work. Yeah, yeah. And I texted my friend. I was like, yo, like, who's the man think he is? I forgot. I was I was so mad that I literally just went for the text. I got him wait till I get home. But that's how mad I was. It's crazy. So then he's like, yo, that's just him. And I literally just walk up to him. And I'm like, yo, bro, you suck. And then literally, he I don't know if he got mad or something. Whatever. He didn't seem like phased or anything. But I just remember then going back the next day. And then he he introduces us and I'm like, yeah, we have met. And then and then he was like, you know, I'm just joking, right? And then I was like, oh. I was like, dang. Uh-huh. I thought my friend was just covering him, but he was actually joking. Yeah. So I was still kind of hurt and I felt guilty at this point. So I walk up to my, I walk up to this guy and I'm like, yo, dude said what you said yesterday kind of sucked I said mm-hmm. and yo my bad if I overreacted or anything like that I was just uh, responding in the worst way that I could and this did like, you fight him no dude so I found out this man was in karate so bro good thing I didn't press this man he would have folded <laughs> me like a lawn chair so oh, man. now we get to this point That's to so where funny. we literally come to a place of reconciliation and and you know what the awesome part is is for me speaking to this person man it was such a vulnerable moment now let me explain this man was a complete clown he's like me Uh but he's like a clown that's also kind of a tough guy right but like it doesn't make sense yeah the clown tough guy type like how are you gonna approach the clown tough guy (laughs) so when i approached him i was being vulnerable because he could either like flip out or and make fun of me or he could make fun of me as a joking way, and it's like a little And then more beat offensive. you up. Yeah, bro. Like, <laughs> I don't know. Either way, you know, we get beat up. Straight karate chop. So, I come to this point where I'm vulnerable, and I choose to love him by apologizing. I choose to love him by coming to a place of humbleness and saying, hey, man, that really hurt. Let's come to reconciliation. Mm. Let, let's fix this. Yeah. Let, let's get to a place to where our relationship is healthy again. Yep. And I think, like you said earlier, there are some people that are hard to love. 
Yeah. And it requires the yeah. choice to do it because it's a yeah. choice. And a lot of times we think, or the hardest people to love, we find in the church. Mm-hmm. A lot of times you don't have to go very wow. far. Yeah. You don't have to go very far to find someone who will push your buttons and, and take you off. But I think that's so important. Um, what you were saying to not overreact to get the whole story because a lot of times like you don't know what type of mechanism that is for someone to to be a clown or to roast or or you don't know like man maybe they don't receive affection somewhere else so um they 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 try to come off a, a certain way and that was my final point i had here is that we're called to love all like yeah. the Lord calls us to love everybody. It doesn't matter who they are. It doesn't matter where they come from, what they look like, uh, what what the relationship is, the situation. Is that you cannot effectively be a follower of Christ if you don't love everyone. Oof. If you have Oof. if you have beef with someone, if you haven't haven't resolved an issue, if it's a, if it if you still have that heart issue, because that's what it is essentially. And I'm not saying you got to be besties with everyone and and everybody you got to, you know, take out for a coffee or whatever. Like, no, like there's like we talked about boundaries. There's healthy boundaries, but you can still effectively love someone like me. For example, I'm going to give an example. I'm going to put myself in the spotlight. I, I, I don't follow everyone I meet on social media because I'm like, I don't really care to see you like on my cell phone. Like, 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 I'll love you in, in, yeah. in person or, or I don't know. But like, yo, like for me, it's like, no, this is like a personal thing. Like I'll follow whoever I, I, I feel like I want to follow, but, and people get hurt by it. I literally had someone who, who came up to me, like it was a girl. She was like, you don't even follow me on Instagram. I'm like, we're friends in real life. Or like, I know you in real life. Why do I need to follow you? Yeah. Because we're friends. I'm like, yeah, but like. You post things I don't want to look at. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I can still love that person. Yeah, and be effectively show them the love of Christ. But I mean, it also depends on who who it is or what. I still don't follow Osmean. It was actually Osmean I'm talking about. I don't follow him. That's crazy, huh? That's crazy, dude. <laughs> hey, follow me back for real. <laughs> I'm just kidding. No, but but yeah, man. Like like a lot of times, like you don't have to go very far to find someone. Yeah, that you don't like, mm-hmm. and. And to still love them, like, yo, that's, that's the hard part. Mm-hmm. Because that's, that's the part that God is saying, is that you have to have love, you know? Yeah. Definitely. And love everyone. And yeah, and like, sometimes it's not somebody that, it's not that we don't love someone that we don't like. Sometimes it's literally loving someone that doesn't like us. Oof. Bro, like, Jesus, on his last day, washed the feet of the disciples. Yeah. You know who was there, bro? Judas. The homie Judas. Well, not really homie, I'll tell you that. But this man was there, and Jesus still loved him. Like, he was yeah. still faithfully doing that. Yeah. And, man, like, it's not that Judas didn't like Jesus, right? Yeah. Or anything like that. But it's like, man, if, if Jesus loved the person that even betrayed him, that brought him to, like, this, this pain, like to this like point where like there was just so much bad that like to our eyes was there like to our physical eyes was there man like how much more can we love the person that says you suck right like that's crazy and it's just insane to think about hey man like 
I'm a person that like loves loves people. Loves love. And if they don't love me, bro, those means I'm a like, simp. bro. Those means a simp. Bro, literally, like I'm a simp for people. I don't know if that's I'm a the simp, correct term. I'm a simp for Jesus. But like, like if someone doesn't like me back, bro, like it's not that it it ruins my day or anything. It just mm-hmm. kind of hurts. Yeah. But the Lord still calls us to love people then. Mm-hmm. Like, sure. because if people, if we love only people that loved us, mm-hmm. like even the corrupt tax collectors do that. Yeah. Jesus, and I think that's such an important point to, to, to say is that he says, even the corrupt tax collectors can love those who love them. Yeah. Like what you're doing is not that special. Loving what we're doing. Yeah, what we're, what we're doing. What that's, we are doing. That's nothing special. That's yeah. easy. That's easy. But it's it's going up to the person who again and again does you dirty, and to still want to be in not necessarily relationship, but to be like, yo, you're my brother in Christ. I honor you. I respect you. I love you. Ultimately, and that's the hard part because this is easy. This this is this takes no no effort. Yeah. Right? When you connect with someone who's a genuine friend. But to, to to be with those who who don't believe the same as you, who who may like, you know, completely ignore uh your faith and what you have to say. And that's and that's something that is important because as as young adults, we're always in situations where we're we're the odd man out. You know what I'm yeah. saying? Unless we're in church or whatever. But like usually we'll be the the the, the center and I think one thing is that we can't we can't stop being the light because we don't see any reciprocation right mm. but one thing that I found is that yo when those people need are, are in need or they'll 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 come to you I've had people text me and be like hey bro like that have nothing to do with with church or Jesus or whatever they'll be like hey man I'm going through this like could you pray for me yeah and I'm just like dang like my life is becoming a representation of Jesus. And when people think and 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 know and acknowledge like yo, I need Jesus, they'll be like, I know who to talk to. I yeah. know I know who to call. And then that that is why it's important to love in every atmosphere. Because people people see that. They notice. And not only that, but like it's God God sees your heart. He does. He sees it and he he acknowledges it and he honors it. Mm-hmm. For sure. It's mm-hmm. so good, man. Yeah. Um, just really quickly, like, even going back to my friend from work, like, this man was intense on the first day. But because we came to that point of reconciliation, we came to that point where, like, I chose to love him. Mm-hmm. And, like, even if, even on day one, like, half of the day, you know? Yeah. Months later, this man came up to me and spoke to me about his dreams. Mm-hmm. He spoke to me about what he wanted to do and how that wasn't reflected at the time. But yeah. he wanted change in that. And he didn't necessarily say, I want a relationship with the Lord. But I definitely saw him walking towards a brighter light. Right. Because he recognized that he was in an area that was like sadness, oppression, depression, mm-hmm. and things like that. Yeah. But he knew that he wanted to go in a brighter path. Yeah. And the thing is that even you said it, like, if you are living with integrity, like the quality of being honest and having strong moral principles, they'll notice that you're firm in what you believe and that you're firm in your love. So they'll come to you in those hard moments, just as you said. And that's the importance of loving in all atmospheres. The fact that you're showing integrity, the Mm -hmm. fact that you're so rooted in it and you're, you always 
so yeah. that they can approach you mm. always. Yeah. They can come to you speaking about Jesus always. Yeah. And that person that was speaking on you, on your name, disrespecting you like that, bro. On my name. They know who to go to because you're firm in it, because you love them even when they yeah. felt like they didn't yeah. deserve it. And being that person who's willing to pray. I've had times where where I'll be at school and like I had a friend and he would be like he asked me once and he never asked me again because he was like, Hey, can you pray for me? This is that I was like, Yeah man, Father God, he's like, Oh, right now? I was like, I was like, well, I might forget later. <laughs> so, yeah. so it's like, yo, like our our willingness to to love, to to pray, to be that that person for people. It's so important. Yeah, it's so important because yeah, I can I could have waited and gone home and like prayed for him, but then he'd be like, well, did he really pray? Yeah, did he really? You know what I'm saying? And it's like in a school hallway with a bunch of teenagers who only care about image and still trying to find their identity but i was like yo dude if you need prayer now that's like i was like a doctor we need that prayer <laughs> stack Come on. you know what i'm saying yeah so yeah man i think that's so important i think that's so good to to love in every atmosphere to love in every situation to love those who don't love us which is the toughest yeah because you know you can love someone who loves or yeah you can love someone who loves you but maybe you don't like them. I feel like that's a big difference too. Yeah. Like I can love you, but maybe I don't like you. <laughs> is that is that a Christian thing to say? Is that anti? I don't know. Leave it, it in the comments. Yeah. What do you think? What do you think? <laughs> I don't know. I feel like those are two different things, but that could yeah. that could be a different topic. Like yeah. I said, you can love people. In or like a we lot said, you have to be in ways. relationship with them. Yeah. Right. I feel like that's the difference. And there should. And I love that you just spoke on prayer and like how you quickly went for it. Because some of these, some people, like even at one point how we needed it, and even at one point how we'll need it at some point as well. Because, yeah. you know, I've been there, and I'm, you know, I sp- deal with it sometimes. Sometimes we need to be urgent with the way we love. Because you don't know when they're going to need it, or how bad they need a glimpse of Jesus Ooh. in the flesh. Because, yeah. bro, and I love Pastor Wheeling, because he says this often. He says, casual approaches leads to casualties. Mm, and I think we so just good. when it comes to loving bro like we cannot be casual with this we need to be as intentional as we can with them yeah. and sometimes that means shutting up mm. not saying a thing yeah. saying hey I could say this word that's offensive I could hit you with the rocker but I choose not to yeah and I'm we're making move. t-shirts hit you with the rocker at- <laughs> <laughs> no but that yeah definitely guys that's something we really felt like we wanted to speak about and that's something that's important in our lives, in our day-to-day lives, yeah. because loving is hard sometimes. Um, but we're going straight to audio. Loving is hard sometimes. Um, I know there's that Rex song where he said, loving is easy, but let me tell you, loving, loving is easy. Yeah, loving, no. <laughs> loving is hard yeah. sometimes, yeah. especially when it's people that are difficult. Mm-hmm. But let me say, man, the more that you just begin to walk with the Lord, the more he just begins to show you what love is because he is love and he begins to show you how to be a reflection of him and if he's love we can reflect that love in that and we know hey we follow jesus Mm -hmm. and the best way we show it is how we love each other 
So I just want to encourage you all, like if, if you're dealing with anything difficult in the, along those lines, hey, we've been there and we struggle with it sometimes and we, st- we will struggle with it sometimes in the future as well because it's yeah. not something that's super easy to, yeah. to, to do. But mm-hmm. let me just encourage you all, like, hey, continue to just follow Jesus. Invite him into the mundane and he'll teach you to love in all atmospheres. Yeah, that's so good. Yo, we really hope you guys enjoyed listening to our first podcast yes. of the Making It Work podcast. Yeah. Yo, uh, if you like this, please make sure to subscribe, like, leave a comment. We want to know what you guys want to hear. Leave down some uh, more prompts, like yeah. stuff that you guys actually want us to talk about. So yeah, we love y'all. Take it easy. God bless.